Remember to check out the Kelly and Company podcast. Subscribe using your favorite podcatcher. We are available to you from your favorite platform. Just look for AMI-audio, Kelly and Company. You can listen to the show in segment form or the complete Kelly and Company podcast experience is always available to you with an audio vanity card put on the end of it. Thanks for being with us. Ramya Muthan, Kelly McDonald, host of the show. And just to, just to clarify that the Boston Bruins yesterday did decide to rescind that contract offer to uh, Mitchell Miller, uh, who, of course, uh, had originally had his draft rights relinquished by Arizona, Arizona for bullying uh, the classmate in question that Brock was speaking uh, about back in middle school. I um, think a lot of that had to do with the pressure from the commissioner and the teammates themselves. That would be a horrible environment if you were brought up into play in. So uh, just wanted to make sure that note was there in case you, you missed any of that in the conversation with Brock a little while ago. As mentioned, I'm Kelly McDonald with my co-host, Ramya Muthan. Well, this time on Mondays, we like to check in with all kinds of initiatives, programs, things to keep you posted on about AMI. And there's always something new going on. And today, we're talking about the second season of AMI-TV's Fashion Diss. Uh, it's a really fun show. Lots of great conversation about it we've already had on the show. But season two is uh, being casted at the moment. So to find out how you can get involved, you can get casted, and what season two is going to be about, we have host of the show joining us, Ardra Shepard. Ardra, nice to have you back on the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. And congratulations also to you both for your new TV show. That's super exciting. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, so much to keep people updated on. (laughs) Yes, lots exciting going on. Very much so. Okay. As as I always say, we get to have fun, all of us, and get to play TV and radio. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes. I want to get a refresher for uh, listeners, viewers, people who might be new to finding out about Fashion Disc. So can you give us a refresher on what the show is and how season one uh, was executed? Uh, executed? I would love to tell you about this show because really there's no other show like this out there. It is a lifestyle show. It's a makeover series that centers people with disabilities and we haven't that before. This is a community of people who are so often left out of the fashion and beauty industry. And so this show is about elevating and celebrating the style potential of people with disabilities, but it's also about bringing awareness to the brands and designers that are working in in accessible uh, design and and universal design as well. So when we had you on last time, this is an area kind of, I know we, we were promoting doing our thing, and now we have a little more of that time to kind of say, okay, for you on the value, your personal value on hosting this show, I'm kind of curious from your viewpoint what that is because I stop and think for myself as a person who most of my life didn't really care. You know, oh, it's Christmas time. Let's see what I get from family members in the way of clothing and, and a style. All right. Yeah. Okay. I got, I got a bit of a style, some boots and leather jacket. Okay. Um, but as time went on and I, I ran into someone at a clothing place who helped me get an interest in what I could be wearing, especially when, when I moved on to television and didn't want to look like some big guy just, you know, standing there with the wrong stuff on. I, I kind of wanted a little fashion sense. And I started to enjoy going and doing a little shopping and and having some fun. 
and getting, I, I don't want to say style, current, with it. that wasn't the point. It was stuff that for me felt great, fit well, which a lot of us struggle with. And I'm certainly sure a lot of persons with disabilities, maybe at their points in life, even if they were interested, may have given up. But what is that value for you doing this show in season one now that it's passed? There are so many layers to this. I think that fashion and how we dress and style ourselves is maybe one of the first ways that we have to express ourselves and to claim our identities. Mm -hmm. And as a disabled person, I think society has this narrative that we are sometimes to be, to be pitied. And I, I think being able to project an image of confidence, of joyfulness through fashion choices for me almost feels a bit um, radical in a, in a way, but it's, it's like a, a, uh, a silent way of, of asserting my my own identity. But you touched on something really important about uh, accessibility. And, you know, I think one of the first points where fashion becomes inaccessible to people with disabilities is not seeing ourselves represented yep. in, in marketing and in advertising and in fashion magazines, on TV, everything else. Oh, but mm-hmm. beyond that, you know, there are style challenges that so many different bodies can face. Also, whether, you know, dexterity makes buttons and zippers uh, difficult or footwear can be a major concern for so many of us. Whether you have drop foot or you have an orthotic, there are all these layers. And so it's, it's a really exciting time for fashion, which is finally becoming aware of these needs and addressing them. And a lot of people with disabilities don't know that these products exist. So, you know, part of the show, a big part of it is creating this space where people with disabilities can take up space in the fashion and beauty world. But it's also about sharing awareness of the tools and resources that are out there for us. Okay. I want Rumi to jump off of a comment I just want to make here. Um, I think some of the issue for a lot of us with disabilities and depending on your circumstance is a lot of time people think we've got other things to think about. That's not what, what would, what would you worry about? What, you know, a fashion statement or, or not even a statement, uh, a fashion sense, but a lot of us would love to be able to do, but we know we have to trust, especially those of us with vision impairments, somebody else to help guide us. And how do you learn that voice you want, you want to trust um, out there and why. Rami, I'm going to throw that to you and you can say or not say and then Hydra, you can give us your opinion on what you ran into. Yeah, it's uh, definitely, I'd say one of the biggest challenges I've had is not even recognizing what I like in fashion, uh, let alone, you know, what makes me feel good. But how do I know I like something? Because everything felt like, up until a certain point in my life, a visual interpretation of what somebody else liked, right? Or um, what somebody thinks fits Uh me. Um, And fashion, you know, we we had this conversation on Kelly and Company years ago where somebody talked about how fashion is so empowering to them and what they choose, what they feel uh, when they go through their wardrobe in the mornings and what they decide to put on for the day empowers them. It brings the strength out of them. It brings that emotion out of them, whatever it may be. And I think that's what I hear when I uh, imagine why the show is so valuable. Ardra? Absolutely. And I think you've touched on something really important. So with season one, we were able, we had six episodes. So we were Mm -hmm. able to explore six different participants for season two. We've got six more. And I, this, you know, this interview is also about the casting call that we're putting out. I would encourage 
people with uh, vision loss and vision impairment to apply because that's from, that's one of the stories we really like to explore is how do we we help you create this identity through fashion? How do we make this meaningful for you when when vision loss is is one of the barriers that you face to figuring out what what you feel awesome in? Yeah, yeah it is a hundred percent true. You know, if you don't have the visual interpretation or you've lost it um how do you re-find that and re-explore it so let's talk about the casting a little bit before we really have to let you go (laughs) so who can apply who can apply how do they do it and what what can you um what are you expecting of them or what can they expect of the show well it's simple you just need to send an email to fashiondisc at nikkiraymedia.com and Nikki Ray, the producer, will put you in touch with next steps. The casting call is in the greater Toronto area, so you have to be able to get to Toronto. And, of course, you have to have a disability. So I would encourage listeners to think about the what barriers to style you have. You know, this show isn't about fixing people. It's about helping you find solutions to the barriers that the industry has put in place. Um, moving into season two, uh, as the host, what yep. are you most excited about as as the host? And what does it mean to you? And, and I know probably people out there are going to say, what a dummy question, that the show was renewed. I, I, I'm asking for what it means to you. Oh, it's I was thrilled that the show got renewed because the, these stories impact people and we don't have enough of these examples and when you are part of a marginalized community and there are so few stories being told it's it's really hard to it's a lot of pressure on a limited number of stories to be able to see yourself and so you need to tell more stories so that as many people as possible can find their place in this world i don't think that the fashion uh, and style industry is as frivolous as it might have a reputation for. For me, mm. this is about being yourself and fitting in and uh, forging an identity and being a part of, of the world and in, in a way that makes you feel confident and empowered and, and that you can express yourself. Yeah. Yeah, it's changing the narrative from, like, do I fit into this, what's already out there and what everybody believes is fashion, or can I find what fashion means to me? Um, And I'm sure that the crew, you know, the stylists and makeup artists and everyone from season one, including yourself, are there to help create that supportive space for season two. I mean, we are are just thrilled. And even I just want to circle back to something Kelly said about... um, the the expectations that the world has you know i think sometimes with disability we can be infantilized or desexualized and there is this idea that we don't care about how we look and that could not be further from the truth so as much as this show is for people with disabilities it's also about normalizing the experience of disability within the greater culture Mm -hmm. ardra thank you so much your perspectives are incredible um all the best for season two and we hope you get tons of candidates Thank you so much. Really looking forward to it and looking to your show as well. Thanks for having me. Take care.
We were talking to the host of Fashion Dis on AMI-tv, Ardra Shepard. Also, you can check her and Alex out on uh, Tripping on Air, the podcast all about living with MS. So lots of ways to catch Ardra on the network. Um, in hour two of the program on our CNIB Smart Life chat, we're joined by Smart Life coaches Mason and Maria to discover some accessible gifts for the holiday. On Know Your Rights, Danielle McLaughlin discusses the federal bill C-22, the proposed Canada Disability Benefit. But up next, it's a visit with our community reporter in Ottawa, Kim Kilpatrick.